Welcome to BDO To Go, casual industry conversation brought to you by the restaurant industry professionals at BDO. The constantly evolving landscape of the industry forces operators and owners to adapt quickly and maintain a keen awareness of consumer and economic shifts. Understanding these business impacts and insights is key to the continued success and resilience of the restaurant industry. That's why we crafted our BDO To Go podcast series, a monthly podcast that you can take to go. Welcome back. We are so excited to have you joining us as we embark on tailgating for a reason and a game plan for giving back. Today marks episode one of our fourth season delivering BDO to go podcast, content that is dedicated to the restaurant industry. Here we explore all that's happening in and around the industry. We talk with folks that are at the heart of it all, and we really try to leave everyone with some food for thought. My name is Katie Salerno, and I'm your host today. I'm a director here at BDO within the accounting advisory and outsourcing practice. We are part of the BDO national restaurant industry. What does that mean? Well, we like to drive the financial leadership of our clients, whether they're independent operators, franchisors, or franchisees. To sum it up, we like to eat, drink, and be merry with our clients. With me today, I'm so excited to have Tony Grant. He's CEO, CFO, and wears many hats of Northern United Brewing Company. I'll let Tony share more, but let's just say I feel timing is perfect to talk beer and football. Thank you for for having me here. I'm I'm, uh, super excited to be here to talk uh, about all this wonderful stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm Tony Grant and uh, Northern United Brewing Company is a craft brewer, craft distiller. We're an artist and beverage producer. So we dabble in all sorts of different spaces in the beverage space, but beer is our our main, main space. And we also have a pretty large restaurant business as well throughout the state of Michigan. Excellent. And I think I've dined at several of them. So it's always good to hear more. Thank you for supporting Uh, the cause. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, happy to. (laughs) Before we tackle our topic, let's keep our menu fresh and let's share our favorite tailgate food. I mean, I'd have to say nothing beats a grill at a tailgate with burgers and brats, but even better if there's pancakes and eggs, if it's a noon game. How about you? Oh, man. Brats, burgers. I love a good chili cook-off at a tailgate. So yes. that seems to be a favorite and and definitely a few beers. And all the toppings, right? For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Some cheese, some you know crackers, throwing some uh, sour cream, you name it. Yep. Perfect. So now we're hungry and we're ready <laughs> for that MSU U of M game that's this weekend. So spoiler alert that this is being recorded ahead of the game. Given our episode is focused on tailgating for a reason and a game plan for giving back, hence the references to football. Talk to our audience about Rivals for a Cause, the real reason we're here today. Sure. Well, you know, I think in our industry, we're constantly asked to participate in community giving efforts, you know, philanthropic efforts. It's just, I think it's because You know, the restaurant, the diner, the cafe, the brewery, those are all community gathering places. There's been many of a world event planned and executed at around a pint. So, you know, that's something that everybody deals with. And all of us want to give back. You know, we want to be present in our communities. We want to help people. It's great for business and it's but it's also great for our communities. And so I think, you know, we've we've over the years have uh, tried to figure out other ways for us to concentrate our efforts. And one way, you know, uh, several years ago, Ravels for a Cause was born because a teammate of mine, his son was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. And I was just 
kind of, I was in shock to hear this and I was feeling, you know, for my, my friend and his family and for that little boy. And I just wanted to figure out, is there something I could do? And my wife and I were, were talking about this and we came up with this idea of kind of around football, focus on the rivalry game of Michigan and Michigan state. And we have a couple of beers that we produce called Hale and Sparta, which are big tailgate beers, especially this week. And we came up with an idea of, Hey, let's, let's throw a tailgate and raise some money for the family to help them out. Their lives have been turned completely upside down. And that's how Rabbles for Our Cause was born. And, you know, we we did that, had a, a successful first year of me, you know, building a website by myself and standing around tailgates and handing out beer to anybody that would come by and listen to my spiel and begging them for money, which was kind of successful, but really not. Yeah. But it was raw. You know, it was real. And then since then, you know, the company's kind of gotten involved with it. I've got the backing of all my partners. And we look at this as an opportunity for us to give back and focus our efforts. We started with children's cancer with the first event. We moved to women's cancer, supporting women's cancer the next year, which is near and dear to my heart, too. My wife is a survivor. Um, and then we moved to adoption the next year. And that was another one near and dear to my heart because both my children are adopted. And so we've kind of rotated every year to another charitable cause, but it's typically surrounded around cancer and adoption. I love that. Yeah. So, and it's a great way. And, you know, as much as people don't want to say it, you know, when you're, when you are giving, when you are, you know, participating in these types of events, you also want to get some kind of a credit for it too. It helps everybody because the more you can do, the better you can do for people. And so, you know, this helps us also to be able to talk about the beer, have the beers be a fun part of it as well. And everybody can rally around a good football game, some good beer, and like you said, a good tailgate experience. So that was kind of the birth of this thing. And and we as a company can really get around it and rally around it too. Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. And I think when I first got involved with you was back when you were supporting adoption, which is near and dear to my heart as well. So I'm so glad to see all the work you're doing. October is such an important month for women's cancer. And my daughter's volleyball team just had their pink out game. So I love when we provide opportunities like you're doing to come together, support one another, and then hearing your journey helps solidify the meaning of these moments, right, which everyone is looking for. Tailgating is not just about the game. It's about the experiences of coming together and celebrating and creating those memories with friends and family. So much of this also like applies within our restaurants, right, as they strive to create opportunities for meaningful interactions. I think especially post-pandemic, we're hearing, or many are calling it our new normal, our restaurant guests are prioritizing meaningful gatherings, as well as making time to make a difference in our world. And it's not just our guests, it's our employees as well. You know, we hear all too often that they want to be tied, they want to understand that they're making a difference in the world. Tony, you've shared your journey with Rivals for a Cause. Are there any tips you could give other restauranteurs who are looking to make a difference? Not necessarily score a touchdown with their giving efforts, but at least pull a team together. Yeah, I I think, you know, one of the lessons I think that it's important to learn is, you know, is there something that you're passionate about? You know, if you have passion for it, it's it's easier to pour yourself into it, right? And so that's kind of the first the first thing. I think taking a step back and looking at what you're doing in this this space, you know, from a giving perspective, you know, you literally you could sit at a restaurant at roughly, you know. 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning or later, like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, the slower times maybe between rushes. And you could just count, you know, the endless people that come in the door asking for 
can you support this charity? Could we post these things in your windows? Could you donate money? You know, can we can we get beer? Can we get food? I think taking a step back and saying, okay, are there a few things that we're really want to get behind? For us, like I said, it's our local communities and it's primarily cancer research and then adoption and foster care adoption. That way you can pour your efforts into something and make a bigger impact instead of the $25 here and there that really, I don't know that it, it's certainly helpful. I don't know that it does a lot for anybody though. And you know, if you could really concentrate your efforts, then you can you can have a bigger return for that. Both sides. Both sides can yeah. have a bigger return for that. Yeah. I or you can you. start a rivals for a cost charity and have a rivalry with your crosstown rival. And we would love that. And I'll participate in the in the event, too, um, during this time of the year. Yeah, I think we have um, tossed around some ideas so we're yep. still working on that. Right. As far as whether we're going to go after another one of the firms or just go oh, cross just town to Grand Rapids. Right. I love it. Um, just so, it yeah, right there. It's, it's fun. So let's keep it fun. So rumor has it you wore a amazing blue jersey. Oh, you but have to go your there. heart belonged in East Lansing. Anything you could share from your years navigating the college years and playing football, you know, that's a lot, and being a student that have carried you through as you provided financial leadership at Northern United Brewing Company as well as throughout your career? Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, playing college sports and, and being a student is a tough, a tough road. You learn how to manage your time. You learn how to, you have, you're forced to be organized. Not necessarily, I'm, I'm not necessarily the most organized person in the world, but I certainly think I rank up there in terms of what I can accomplish. You certainly learn a toughness. I don't, and I don't just mean physical toughness, but a mental toughness. And you can deal with, you know, adversity and, and get right back up. You know how to brush it off real quick. And I think all of those, those things from a, just a base, a foundation, if you will, have played a significant role in my career, both, you know, just where I've advanced through things, how I've kind of stepped up to tasks as they've come available, but also just kind of managing through certain situations. You know, COVID is a perfect example of, you, know, you really, really saw what people were cut from during that time period, especially in our industry. You know, toughness, team, it's all about a team. It's really hard to succeed in this this business world alone. You know, that's it's very difficult to do. And and just being able to be, you know, a rock and be rock solid for people so that they can know, hey, we're gonna get through this. So I think that all that it really does stem from a lot of it from my my athletic career. Sure. Yeah. I I love the resonating theme of teamwork, right? And that it's continued through and <laughs> you know, it, it's evident in how you've built this company. So to prepare for this episode, I had to, of course, do some recon as a good podcast host would do. So my husband and I hit Royal Oak to sample some of your beers. We learned a good choice, you know, a new fun fact that the innovation and there's going to be a change in concept that's coming soon. As many restauranteurs are looking to diversify their restaurant streams and provide a new fresh experience for their guests. You know, as we wrap up this chat, any prediction on the game that might give listeners a chuckle after the fact, or even tell, you know, how tailgating for a reason or supporting rivals for a cause could impact that outcome? Well, I'll tell you what, two years ago, I was asked to give a prediction on the game outcome on a sports show live right before the game in East Lansing. And I called the score exactly. So I have Impressive. some, I have some credentials here. I did tell them I will never do this again because there's no way that's going to happen again. Well, but, you weren't told that I was going to ask you this. So this is, this is true. So <laughs> I love it. So, you know, I, I always tell people there's never a game or a situation I've ever thought I couldn't win. That's just the mentality. 
And and so I think no matter no matter what you know was on paper, no matter what's out there in the press, you know I think the fellows in the locker room believe they can win. And I, and I definitely think that if if people want to want to control the outcome of the game themselves, they should go to www.rivalsforacause.com. This is going to sound totally goofy, but everybody's a winner in that situation. And I think that there are a lot of people out there that need help. You know, you can you can also go to one of our pubs and we'll donate a proceed from those some of the proceeds from those two as uh, as well. So we've we've we're putting a lot of firepower behind it. We're putting up a couple of really great beers for both of the fan bases to be able to enjoy and it all go to a great cause. So that that'll definitely help uh, swing the outcome of the game, though. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. Well, it make you feel better about everything you're doing on That's that right. day. So right. it all is meaningful. Tony, one thing, you know, how where do you see rivals for a cause in five years? Yeah, I th- that's a that's a great question. I I didn't envision this off the get go. Obviously, it was done as a heartfelt kind of need to do something for a, somebody in need. But after having done it for a few years and really kind of developing some goals for it, I guess in my own head, I would love to see this become something that can go far beyond me and what we're doing. Where I think it'd be a lot of fun and really cute to see, you know, different organizations, different people using the Rivals for a Cause charity package, if you will, to be able to set up their own functions. You know, two high school bands having a Rivals for a Cause event to raise money for, you know, either for the charity that that as part of Rivals for a Cause or for their own, you know, charity that they want to raise money for, or two accounting firms, political parties, anybody that would be a rival where all you typically would think about is they're they're fighting or they're battling and there's there's, you know, banter and and negative ill will towards one another. Like take that passion and pour it into something good together. And so I think, you know, if I was to to answer that just in a couple of sentences, five years from now, I'd love to see Rivals for a Cause organized enough and structural, have the structural pieces and foundation in place where that somebody else could take it and run with it and be able to raise, you know, funds for their own charities or participate with us. I love that. And I love that it's kind of reaching across and embracing those on the other side from us and creating all of that, you know, within our environments and standing for a cause, you know, and and all believing in a mission together. It's it's funny, too, because a lot of people look at, especially with this rivalry, this rivalry in particular, we're talking about there's a lot of negativity in it too. Let's not lie. And it's really goofy because it's, it's a, a little bit of, you know, it's, it's very few that have the negative. It's a lot, a lot of people have fun with it and there's banter and there's joking and everything else. And it's a really fun week for everybody. It should be the same thing in a small town with a crosstown rivals. Like it should be a lot of fun. And if we can figure out a way to help that happen and help some people in need, that's really where we win. Yeah, and I think it's so important to make this more um, national and global. You know, here we we have a strong rivalry, and even um, my restauranteurs out in California are like, I don't really understand you people in Michigan. You like, you know, do your cars and green and white, and you have this huge rivalry. So, you know, it's so important to look outside of just our silly, we'll call it, football rivalry, although important, yeah. and take it on a mas- more national scale. So yeah, I love exactly. that. Exactly. Well, Tony, I'm so grateful you were able to join us today and share your story. Tailgating is always fun, especially when it's tied to a worthy cause. You've shared some amazing experiences and helped us understand the power of community and how we make every day matter. To all our guests and listeners, we hope you enjoyed our conversations. You walk away feeling encouraged and empowered to touch those in your community and to gather for a purpose. So cheers, and we hope you have 
to have you join us again on another episode very soon. Stay well. Thank you for listening to BDO To Go. Past episodes and related insights are available at bdo.com slash bdo to go. Or you can go to iTunes or Spotify to rate, review, share, or subscribe to this podcast. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of BDO. For more information on BDO's restaurant industry practice and the resources we provide, visit www.bdo.com slash restaurants.